Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio, it's time for the GNFCC 400 Insider. Connect, build, and grow with the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce. Hello and welcome to the GNFCC 400 Insider, the monthly radio show and podcast presented by the Greater North Fulton Chamber. I'm Callie Boatwright, President and CEO of the Greater North Fulton Chamber, and today we will be reviewing our very successful 2023 Chamber year and discussing our plans for 2024. Joining me are our current 2023 Chair, Danielle Chung, Director of Treasurer Treasury Management Sales Senior Manager with Wells Fargo. Welcome, Danielle. Thank you, Callie. Also joining me is our 2024 Chair, Jim Teal. Jim is the Regional Vice President with Goodwin Mills Kaywood. Welcome, Jim. Hey, Callie. Glad to be here. This is always one of my favorite shows because I get to talk with my two bosses, um, one who's about to finish a year of having just a wonderful time, I'm sure, uh, working through all of the fun that is uh, the Chamber of Commerce, and then our new chair who's coming in ready to take on the uh, the year coming. So very excited to have both of you with me today. And I wanted to start with just a brief introduction. If you wouldn't mind just telling us a little bit about yourself, your background, maybe what led to your leadership path here at the chamber and what you do as a career. And Danielle, we're going to go ladies first as our current chair, if you don't mind. Tell us a little bit about you. Sure. So um, I actually um, was the first in my family to go to college. And so I didn't really have any ideas about what career path was going to look like. And then when I graduated, I started with a bank in New York City. And that kind of set me on a career track of almost 30 years in commercial banking. I've done a number of things, including um, healthcare, HR. Um, and currently, I now work for Wells Fargo. And I run the Global Treasury sales platform for their government banking divisions um, across the country. And so, um, you know, what led me to this um, chamber? So uh, my immediate role prior to this, um, I actually ran a group that focused on emerging middle market companies. So that's small and middle market sized businesses. And really just what the chamber delivers um, for that constituent group, I found very attractive. Um, I love how you have that focus. And so when I was asked to join the board, I was um, super excited because I think it, um, one, dovetailed nicely with what my career path was looking like at the time, but then also um, the reputation of the North Fulton Chamber preceded itself, and I was very excited to come in, um, and then even more excited when I heard that I would be the chair-elect for um, our 50th anniversary year, which I'm sure we'll get to talk about later. So I'm thrilled to be here today. It's been a wonderful year, and thanks for having me, Callie. Absolutely, and congratulations on your new and very big role with Wells Fargo. Thank you. How about you, Jim Teal? A little bit about you and your background? Sure. Well, um, since I was, when I was much younger and in uh, junior high and high school and everybody uh, probably doodled or uh, y'all were probably much better students than me, but when I was not paying attention, uh, like a lot of folks, I would doodle. But for me, it was always um, buildings and stadiums and things. And so I realized for some reason, no one else in my family was in the line of business, but design and construction was just always an interest to me. And so I started my career in construction and then about 15 years ago, shifted back to the design side. And uh, 10 years ago with our with our company, uh, I'm with Goodwin Mills and Kaywood, a regional architecture and engineering firm, had the opportunity to move to Georgia, specifically Atlanta. 
and uh, uh, help stand up our, our Georgia practice. And so we're excited to be in Atlanta, Augusta, and Savannah. But for us in, it, in Atlanta, um, the really the first uh, nonprofit, charitable, uh, chamber-type organization we joined and I personally got engaged with was the North Fulton Chamber. And so much like Danielle said, the reputation uh, preceded. And so it's just been a wonderful group. I've met so many great people and developed many relationships that, that continue on today. And that was probably eight or 10 years ago that we started with North Fulton Chamber. And uh, so excited to, be, to have served this year with Danielle um, and her leadership, but then also looking forward to next year and honored and excited to serve as chair of the, of the North Fulton Chamber. I appreciate it very much. I think it's interesting because with uh, both of you have been so engaged this year. I mean, certainly Danielle is chair and the irony there is Danielle started early the year before when she was chair elect as that was our strategic planning uh, year as we were creating the strategic plan. So for two years in a row, I've had the benefit of having both my chair and my chair elect engaged uh, to, to, to a very significant degree. And so that's been lovely for me, but it's definitely a great opportunity to get you both from very different areas, right? Very different focuses of, of career. All right. So glad to have you both here. As I said, um, looking forward to learning just a little bit more about, um, what's going on at the chamber. Danielle, as you already alluded, uh, this is our 50th anniversary at the Greater North Fulton Chamber, 2023 is. So let's talk a little bit about our 50th anniversary year and the accomplishments that the, the chamber has celebrated this year. Awesome. Yeah, I'd love to talk about that. So, um, you know, going back to when you and I kind of first sat down and you said the board is interested in having you become the chair elect and we kind of talked it through, um, I quickly realized that um, it was going to be the 50th anniversary year. And I was so excited. Um, not only because I knew that would be great parties and celebrations, which it has been, and I'll cover that in a minute. Um, but also to really get to celebrate 50 years of amazing history, um, with this chamber. And so, um, you know, we kicked off our 50th anniversary celebration with a gala back in January, um, at the hotel at Avalon. And we had, um, a tremendous number of attendees and we really celebrated, a few things. We celebrated just all the great people that have um, kind of been in leadership at this chamber in various ways, both working at the chamber and in board and, and uh, volunteer capacity, but then also just all the milestones that this chamber has been through and the history has been tremendous. And so that um, was fantastic. And then shortly thereafter, we were able to launch our journal, uh, 50th anniversary journal, which is comprised of um, some of the voices of our past chairs, and then also just some of the great things about our different cities that make up this chamber. Um, and that publication, um, I'm proud to say, was an award winner, a gold award winner of the Davis Award for one of the best publications of 2023. So talk about um, amazing achievement. And then we've done a number of other events across the year that have just highlighted all the history um, and great things in this chamber. But, um, you know, I think one of the things that also made it unique um, is that, you know, we were launching a brand new strategic plan and the chamber has been great about every three to five years to kind of take on what are the new strategies. And so I was also very fortunate to get to launch 
that strategic plan to be part of the planning process last year and then to launch it this year. So just a couple milestones that we I covered. I feel like I should thank you and apologize to you at the same time. <laughs> um, it was it, a great exercise. I mean, for me, but it's a lot. Years. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, it is. And actually, I same for Jim. I, I failed to mentioned that the year before Jim was actually involved uh it was the year he was treasurer but we were looking for new space and as as Jim has already mentioned he does have a background in design build construction so he kind of took that on on behalf of the board to be able to go with me and look at honestly every single available construct or commercial real estate site that had a office space so um so this is actually will be uh three that Jim's been incredibly so, involved. I think Jim, what she's saying is Uh-oh. between the two of us, she got her money's worth. I, I do. Think, I think that's what she's saying. Yeah. She got more okay. than one Just year. I, the, I, think, I think one of the interesting things that I've, I've observed is um, with the, and, and I know you're going to touch on this probably even more, but the diversity of our membership, mm-hmm. you get a lot of different talents and skill sets. Yeah. And I know for me, it was a lot of fun to be able to utilize some of that experience to hopefully benefit the chamber and, and future members. And I see that with Danielle and others on our, especially on our executive committee, where they can kind of use their daily uh, yeah. strengths and what they, their skill sets to benefit the chamber. So you're kind to say that, but I know for me, it was a Honestly, a lot of fun. It certainly has some challenges, uh, sure. but it was a lot of fun to work on. Well, and you did a great job. I mean, the new office space at Avalon is just fantastic. So kudos it, to you. It is indeed. No, the whole that's, team. Yeah. I think having a board that is passionate about the chamber and about what we do makes a huge difference. But you're right, Jim, not even um, their day job. Some of them have passions that ex- extend beyond that and are able to get engaged in that way. So for for us, it's it's being conscientious of making sure that we've got people representing every industry really in North Fulton so that we've got that opportunity. So it's been, it's been great. Um, Danielle, I know serving in an anniversary year, one of the things that is unique is you've got so many incredible chair people that came before you, right? Um, and being able to honor them, as you mentioned, and also, you know, respect the great things that brought us here. I know I feel in, it's interesting as a 50th anniversary, I've been here for the last five. So, you know, less than 10% of that time, which feels very insignificant, but, but it's such an exciting time to be chair during an actual anniversary year like that. You did a great job. Well, thank you. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, Jim, let's talk about 2024. Um, I know that we've already started work. Your um, board planning session has been held and uh, the theme is really to um, to elevate, continue to elevate in some respects, um, the chamber and really engage our members and our board members uh, with the chamber in ways just like you were describing, ways that they can really contribute and create that positive outcome organizationally and also for the region. So with that theme in mind, what are your main goals as you look at your priorities as an incoming board chair? Sure. Well, Danielle touched on uh, many of the things that that were developed uh, through her leadership, both as her chair-elect and uh, in her chairmanship year, as it relates to our strategic plan. So obviously that that creates groundwork for not just uh, 24, but for, for years to come. But there are a few things uh, that we obviously discussed at the board retreat and I think some of that starts with making sure that everyone who's serving either on the board or also a member of the chamber has clarity. They understand the purpose of the chamber. And I think we have started to rally around this concept of an ecosystem. You know, it's it's certainly there are relationship development opportunities. There's there's 
direct business to business networking opportunities. There are other events and fun celebrations and parties uh, that even Danielle noted in the 50th year celebration. But the chamber offers so much more than that. And so the connecting our business community and creating those opportunities for communication, et cetera. So making sure we're all clear uh, on really what the purpose of the chamber is, I think uh, that's that's one item. Uh, number two is then, again, we were just touching on it in the last discussion topic, but that's engaging our various members and uh, making sure we understand how our talents can be utilized. We have a few, uh, if we're going to truly be the regional chamber, uh, we talk a lot about that. We are acting that way, but setting some metrics and some bars. There's also some key members that uh, we want to encourage to be part of the chamber. So making sure we do that this year. Um, the Being an economic development support arm, as well as creating this regional brand that uh, numerous people throughout our community, uh, specifically each of our mayors and some other key influential people have really asked for the chamber to stand up. And so um, pulling that together, um, we are going through obviously an evaluation period now, but uh, at least getting through that evaluation period and understanding if that's something we really want to take on, that will be a priority. And then finally, making sure that our advocacy efforts are clear and that they are aligned with our strategic priorities. And uh, so uh, listening to what our members need. And so those are five or six of kind of the, the key priorities for this year. Is that all? That's it. I mean, just five or six. <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, uh, it's the idea of always just having three items bothers me. I'm getting tired of just three. So I guess we'll go with five or six this year. That seems fair. <laughs> that seems fair. Yeah. And, you know, I'll add, Jim, that, um, you know, when I was talking about our, our year, um, I hit on the, the fun milestones. But to your point, um, you know, a lot of the things that Jim is talking about came out of the strategic plan that um, Jim and I were both har- har- part of helping to build with alongside with Callie and some of the other board and executive board members. And you're right. You know, the, the regional branding is something and the economic development mm-hmm. support is something that, that surely came out of the time that we spent in discussion with our constituents and our um, our members really understanding what value we could bring to them. But there were also a couple other things, which I think that will carry through. And I know that you will continue to move forward. One is we spent a lot of time um, this year focused on DE&I. So really making sure that the diversity of our board and our chamber accurately represents the diversity of our six cities, whether that be across industry, geography, ethnicity, gender, et cetera. So um, we've done some things around um, a multicultural mixer. Um, we had um, we launched a uh, friendship initiative that actually um, is to kind of pair people of different backgrounds together. And I'm chairing that program and we received a grant in order to execute on that program. And then we're also looking a lot around our due structure and how we make sure that our dues reflect accurately the value that our members would like to gain from our chamber. So um, I neglected to talk about that, but I did want to stress the importance that um, I know that, you know, that work is, has been um, very well received by our members has been um, very important to continuing to elevate what we do here at the chamber. And I know you'll do a great job carrying those things forward. Yeah. And a number of those things are ongoing, which is great to be able mm-hmm. to, to really um, capitalize on that, some of those first efforts and then evaluate what we could do better and, and what we need to change and be able to, to make those better over time. So I think that's, that's part of Jim to your point in, you know, building on that success that we've already are started in, in a lot of ways, because we are in the middle of a uh, three year strategic plan, right in the middle of it, actually, this will be year two 
of our three-year strategy. So that's definitely a, 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 a big lift, but a fun one, because I think it has an opportunity to, to really, back to your point of elevating the chamber and, and making those changes. All right. Well, very good. Um, so community impact, if you talk about the Greater North Fulton Chamber, um, really, that's a big big area that we focus on. It's it's economic development, but it's also community development. We want to focus on what's going to make our region better. And we know that in the state of Georgia, we've been named uh, best state to do business with 10 years running, um, which is great from an economic development perspective. But of course, we want to keep people here too, right? Once, once you're at the top, it's really easy to sort of get knocked off the pedestal. And so we've really got to work at that and continue to, to build on that. Um, Danielle, what ways do you think that the chamber has positively impacted the regional business community during your your term and then Jim on to you just you know how can you can you continue that or do you see other ways that we can continue to impact the business yeah so Callie that's a great question and I'll, I'll take it back to the strategic plan that we mentioned a few minutes ago is you know we didn't develop this strategic plan in a box right we spent a lot of time speaking to all our constituents our members our local businesses and one of the things that kind of came out loud and clear was that North Fulton is one of the best places to live in the United States, hands down. Um, just from the resources we have, the um, what are the talent pipeline, the types of businesses that are here, the schools, I mean, anything that you name, um, North Fulton brings it to the table. Um, but there was a feeling um, that we all knew that, but not maybe everybody else knew that. And, um, and whether that be in other parts of Georgia or across the United States. And so I think the voice of our, um, the different surveys and interviews that we did was very clear that we need to promote better all the great things that are here in North Fulton. And, you know, we do have six very unique cities that each bring something different to the table. Um, and so, you know, if you look at us as a regional brand, um, it's very easy to see why businesses would want to come here because no matter what they're looking for, mm -hmm. we have it. And so I think what we have done to positively impact that is one, I think the questions that we asked brought that to the forefront and helped us realize that it was a priority um, for our community. Mm -hmm. And then that made it an easy transition to make it a priority for our chamber. And so we are doing some work right now um, to continue to develop what that regional brand should look like, um, how we should execute on it, and what we can do um, as the chamber to help promote that. And I think that we've seen that it's sort of falling into two pieces. And I think Jim kind of alluded to this before. The first piece is really around just what, what is our brand and how do, we, how, do we, how do we make it more visible? But then second, you know, how do we support the economic development activities of our six cities, whether that be through advertising or other activities? So, you know, we're in the early stages of sort of putting all those pieces together. And I think that under Jim's leadership, it will continue to develop um, and strengthen so that we can really be a, a great resource to the community. And he has really acted as captain on this um, this year with you as chair, obviously, and him as chair-elect. It's really put him in that position. Jim, how about you? How would you like to see the chamber continue to impact that business community um, as a regional economic development support arm? Yeah, I mean, I think Danielle touched on it. Um, and I, I feel like we were getting this feedback um, from both the public and the private sector. And it was a little bit hard to, you know, I think we all struggle with how do you communicate this? What 
what is it exactly? You're looking at all this data coming back saying we need help in these areas. We want the chamber to take an active role, but exactly what is that? And I think finally it was at the board retreat that we had a lot of, what, an hour or two mm-hmm. of kind of just great open dialogue uh, with 30 or so folks. And uh, I think, as Danielle alluded, it, it came out that, uh, hey, what we're really talking about is two specific components. Number one, um, supporting this regional brand, like let's let's capture what this is that it is. What makes North Fulton so great? So really, creating this one voice idea around this regional brand and being able to highlight our many attributes, be it the natural resources, uh, parks, entertainment, healthcare, education, infrastructure, numerous Fortune 500 companies that are based here, mm-hmm. along with other many wonderful small businesses as well. And so, uh, again, back to that idea of an ecosystem. I mean, there's just a very strong ecosystem here in in North Fulton. So that's one component is promoting that, is that brand, creating that brand and promoting that nationwide, internationally, whatever it may be. But then secondly, it is we want to support, as Danielle said, we want to support the uh, six cities. We don't, and those economic developers, we don't want to take that over. We don't want to get in their way. So a lot of that feedback was, hey, we don't want to do your job, but how can we support you? And uh, really, I think three areas came back loud and clear, um, be it helping with business retention. Mm -hmm. There's not a formalized business retention program currently, and they could use help. Most of them do not have the staff uh, to properly pursue that on a daily basis. Secondly, uh, the talent development And then ultimately, as we develop that talent, connecting it to business, Uh, everyone agreed, hey, we need some help in this area. We have uh, wonderful folks in the North Fulton community. We've got a wonderful education system. We have these great businesses, but we're still not probably maximizing our ability to train and connect. And then third are our advocacy efforts around those first two things. And so specifically, for example, um, we've had the opportunity to go after some infrastructure grants that can positively impact 400 and the improvements that are being made uh, to, to the 400, which is in many ways the transportation artery for, for North Fulton. Secondly is Gwinnett Technical College, of course, many years back, uh, wonderful leaders with the vision to bring that two-year system into North Fulton that that did not exist prior, but they're really out of space in their first building, and they need a second building. But there's also opportunities to train folks in the new and evolving EV space, and a partnership Gwinnett Tech now has with Siemens uh, to train technicians who can serve new EV stations all across the state. Um, But this is an opportunity for us to step in and help uh, from an advocacy standpoint uh, with a connection to business. So those are just a couple of specific examples. But I think, uh, you know, so uh, how do we support the region? I think it's really uh, through those two components of what we can do as a chamber. I love that. Yeah, I think one of my favorite things I do um, on a day-to-day basis as part of my job is to connect people and connect organizations to do better things. And um, that's that's certainly uh, part of what you're describing, Jim. So I'm excited about that as well. All right. So here's here's the best part of the show. Danielle, this is the part where you get to give Jim, as the incoming chair, your best advice uh, to be successful in 2024 as chairman of the board based on your expanses of experience and history. What would you tell Jim is the best advice? So Jim, the first thing that I would say is that this is probably the most fun year that you're going to have. See, that's what I like to hear. I'm glad she led with that. Um, I mean, just, you know, the ability to work with the chamber staff and Callie and her team. I mean, they're just top notch. And so just that partnership you'll enjoy. And then we really do have phenomenal, uh, board members, 
um, community leaders, um, overall chamber members. I mean, just getting to engage with them, you're going to have a blast. Um, the other thing that I would say is that, you know, I think that we all had a lot of great ideas coming in here. Um, I learned to be nimble um, because, you know, um, one of the things that I've found is that because we do a great job of really understanding all the needs of our constituents, we've had to pivot a lot of times along the year. And so be ready to be targeted and focused on your initiatives, but also ready to pivot on a moment's notice because sometimes things come up that change the priorities of what we need to focus on. And then my third thing is just be you, right? I think what's unique about being the chair of a chamber board is that every year we have a different leader and that leader brings a completely different perspective. And what I, what I love about the fact that we've got to work together pretty closely the last year is you and I are completely different. And I think that's the whole point of this, right? Is that there's always a different perspective. So be you, bring all of you to this role and, um, and be open-minded and you're going to have a great time. That's all. That's, That's all. Like Just it. those few things. Just those few things. That's all. Danielle's done a great job. She uh, has indeed. Leading, and it, you know, it's obviously this year is her year as chair, but there were several years prior to that, as you noted at the top yeah. of the show. And so, uh, Danielle's been great working with you. Yeah. And I do love the fact that we. Uh, look at the world a little bit differently. And I think that's a positive thing. Though. Exactly. Uh, it's certainly a benefit for the chamber. Yes. We get all of that experience right. from so many different perspectives, which exactly. is part of that, right? Making sure that we have that diversity and folks mm-hmm. who who think differently as well. Right. And I think that's incredibly important. And by uh, the way, I'll still be around next year as the former board chair. So yes. I look forward to seeing you in action first. <laughs> that's right. Immediate past chair. You don't get to go anywhere yet. You're still an officer, which is great. <laughs> Um, Jim, I happen to know that you are a, uh, a leadership style enthusiast. I made that up, but you <laughs> certainly are are somebody who studies all the great leadership uh, or leaders uh, for what you can call from from their experiences and, and their teachings. And so I thought it would be fun since you are coming in as a leader for the chamber to ask you if you could describe your leadership style and how you believe that's really going to contribute and make the chamber better. Sure. Well, I would say I'm, uh, I love learning and, uh, and pursuing, uh, leadership improvement. Not that I have by any way mastered it, but, uh, I do think, uh, as John Maxwell always says, everything rises and falls on leadership. And I think the more we experience in life, the more I realize how true that is. So, um, hey, I'm always trying to improve. But uh, I would say, look, uh, uh, many people, it goes back obviously into the 70s. But uh, here in Georgia, one of the first to ever adopt it was uh, Mr. Jimmy Blanchard. Uh, obviously, Sonovus fame and many other things. But is the servant-based leadership. And so, and I think that really applies in this role as Danielle noted. I mean, look, this is, this is one year uh, for Danielle, for myself and many others. So it's, it's not our fiefdom and uh, it's our responsibility though, to, I think, listen to the members um, again, utilize their skill sets, their view of, of business in our world, connect our various components of our ecosystem and then also we have an incredible staff in place at the chamber. And so as, as the staff, Callie, that you lead uh, is executing this, this uh, three, five-year plan and what we ask the staff to do every year is supporting the staff, making sure you all have the resources and uh, the path is clear uh, for you to do what you need to do on a daily basis. So uh, again, hopefully a servant-based leadership, open-minded, as, as Danielle said, and flexible, but also focused on those things that we together have set out that we want to do, and then really supporting the staff because y'all are the ones that, that drive this on a daily basis. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I obviously think my team's amazing. So I always am happy when others think so too. It's hard not to when you've got great uh, folks who work with you on a day-to-day basis. Well, very good. I am going to move on to uh, connection, connecting with both of you because there are, I know, folks out there who are going to want to be able to connect with you. So I want to ask you um, how we can find you, how we can connect with you. Uh, Danielle, I'm going to start with you. How uh, can we find you either email or social media? So, yeah, um, I can be um, found on email at Danielle, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E dot chung, C-H-E-U-N-G at wellsfargo.com. And on social media, I'm on LinkedIn under that same name, Danielle Chung. And so um, please reach out. I mean, even though my year as chamber chair is done, I continue to be excited to be a resource for any of our members or folks in our community where I can be helpful. So thank you. Absolutely. Jim, how about you? Sure. Uh, Jim.teal, and that's T-E-E-L, at gmcnetwork.com. I am on social media. Reach out on LinkedIn. That would be wonderful. Um, but uh, if you want a more prompt response, probably email. <laughs> that's always uh, good. I would love to say I'm I'm all over social media, but I'm I'm just not on there as much as I probably should be. But anyway, uh, my email is the, the best way to contact me. Very good. Thank you both. I appreciate both of you more than you probably can know. You are volunteers, which means all the work you do gets to be um, for free, uh, but you don't treat it that way. You treat it like it's a um, a very, very much a, a full-time job and you are incredibly supportive. And so from the perspective of your team, uh, the, the staff team who's there on a daily basis. It's a huge thank you from us. Uh, for everyone, I want to thank my guests, of course, for joining me today. I also want to thank our listeners for joining us on the GNFCC 400 Insider presented by the Greater Norfolton Chamber. To listen to this show again or to hear any of our previous episodes, we hope you'll visit gnfcc400insider.com. And of course, to find out more about the Greater Norfolton Chamber events and programs that we have coming up in 2024, you can visit gnfcc.com. Until next time, I'm Callie Boatwright, and this has been the GNFCC 400 Insider on Business Radio X. (laughs) 